0: what is going on guys welcome to the hidden hustler podcast i am your host andrew and god damn it feels good to be on the on the on the mic again no i'm just playing i ain't on no goddamn mic i'm on my phone But anyways, um, man, it feels good to be fucking recording a podcast for y'all again. This is so much fun. I need to do this more, and I need to set a time where I really do this. But I'm gonna definitely be doing it once a week now. Um, so anyways, if you didn't know, really quick, holy fuck, big news! I'm on Apple Podcasts now. So go fucking hit me up on there. Subscribe so you get it every time. Um, also on Spotify, I'm on every damn platform now besides SoundCloud. So uh, you know, let me know actually if you guys, if anybody, I don't well, what the fuck, you're listening to it on the platform, so you're not gonna say yeah, I'd listen to it on SoundCloud. Well, if you if you would yeah. then hit me up on the, in the Gramsci, but if not, it doesn't matter. If you're listening to this, I appreciate you. Um, so yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts now. That's cool, dope. Um, Moving on, I uh, put out a, a Ask Me Anything or whatever on Instagram in my story where you could type what you would like to hear about the podcast, uh, and I put for people to tell me what they would like to hear, and Mariana, this is her question. She wants to know the difference between private label and arbitrage, and an I don't know if you're asking in the sense of online arbitrage or retail, but I can tell you the difference in both from private labels. So we're going to go in the background of uh, arbitrage first, just because it's a little more simple. Um, online arbitrage is where you go to um, stores like Marshalls.com, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, um, anywhere really. You can go on any – Walmart. Um, you can go on any website that you could buy something uh, in like a store uh, just online and you buy it for cheap and then you go and list it on Amazon for uh, a markup price. That is online arbitrage, and people do that at scale. And they, of course, they have tools. Now I'm not too familiar, and I've never done online arbitrage or retail arbitrage. It didn't really catch me uh, or my attention. Um, So I, I don't have. I'm not too broad knowledge on there, but I will keep getting information and and continue to learn some stuff because it's just good to know. It's good knowledge to know, but so yeah um online arbitrage you know and you and people scale it they have tools to where you can you know you can like literally scan a fucking section like home and kitchen on a walmart and set parameters for what the fuck you wanna uh what you want to make and what you want the price to be and etc and it'll scrape a fucking section of walmart and you can literally find products like that you know what i'm saying people pay to do that so um it's scalable it's very scalable uh the, the fucking beauty of it is you get to do it from the fucking comfort of your own home you can be doing it in you know 4am in your boxes or some shit i don't know uh you could be doing it wherever in the world it's really 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 mobile so that's another thing and uh retail arbitrage is pretty much the same thing but you actually go to the store buy the item and then list it. it's a little bit more of a consumption of your day and time uh in a sense of you're gonna spend some money on gas and shit like that and you have to also be okay with not finding shit sometimes and maybe getting only one or two items so there's that um and And that's just with anything right you got to be willing to you know not not make minimal make minimal progress some days you know so that's retail arbitrage and online arbitrage very very simple um, very simple uh, business models uh, retail you go to the store online you sit online and buy the fucking products um so yeah that's and and to be honest with you it doesn't cost as much to start up uh as price like to do online arbitrage or go and retail arbitrage it doesn't take as much capital uh, to do uh, unlike brand uh, private label and you know creating a brand that does okay that creates um, that's into a whole other thing we're about to get into but yes so cost cost like to start up I would say simple as 50 bucks you can make 50 bucks flip into something pretty decent and you can continue to use that money and keep building so yeah whatever you can find an item for like pretty cheap fifty dollars twenty five dollars you can find fucking stuff in clearance uh on like you know what i'm saying in clearance if you're retail arbitrage go in the clearance area you know you can find things for three four five bucks you know and you could just buy multiples of them buy them out and then go ship them to amazon um so yeah not not a lot of money guys not a lot of money in the cost as far as the startup on those um so that's the that's the thesis okay that's the thesis of those two things those two business models now we're going to move to private label private label is way more intricate it's way more you know um riskier uh you know to for uh for lack of better terms it's risky it's uh you know you got to be you have to be willing to invest a lot of time this is going to be a lot more of a uh, you know a time investor uh, and because you're going to want to know what you're doing with your money right so first off I'm just going to cover this the cost to start up a private label uh, on Amazon I would want to have between one to two thousand um, dollars and obviously it varies with what uh, products you're going to find when you do product research um, so um, the cost to start up is probably yeah, one one to two grand and you're looking for like. You're gonna want to have like three hundred dollars to have to get like Jungle Scout, uh, the Chrome extension, and if you want to get the web app. And also, he, I would recommend Helium 10 if anybody is ever doing, thinking of doing private label. Helium 10 is an amazing fucking tool. Um, Jungle Scout, the Chrome extension is really nice, but yeah, you know, you're still gonna need, like I'm saying, you're still gonna need a fucking, at least a hundred dollars for fucking ads, like for like uh, the add-on stuff to run the, you know, your overhead, you know, pretty much the programs that you're using to find products and shit. Uh so yeah looking at those two those two uh areas you're going to be looking at a $100 for the web app and and all that stuff online and then you're going to be looking at 1 to 2 grand. So other than that so now we covered the cost and going into it you're going to need I'm going to explain the process of how it works. So you you create your Amazon Seller Central account, you name your brand and you go and you start doing product research. Right, which you'll do in Jungle Scout or Helium 10's Black Box. And you go and you do your product research to find, try and find a product that is selling, uh, and you have like this criteria that you can set. So, uh, I'm not going to explain into the criteria that goes really in depth, but you have this criteria that you have to find a profitable product that will have, that will make a profitable product. Those, that criteria will make the profitable product. You just have to find it and they're not easy to find. Um, so you spend time doing that and people fucking spend months product researching, right? They get in, uh, analysis paralysis, uh, and they and they just can they don't then they start you know second guessing whether or not they want to invest that much money into that product because what if it doesn't sell what if it doesn't do this what if all the what ifs start coming right and when they actually got to put the money down to start it and uh, so it's it's you know you got to find a, a like a very good product that's gonna that's high demand low competition you know and, and like I said those aren't easy to find and especially when you're just starting out it's not the easiest uh, to do especially if you're new to Amazon too if you're new to Amazon then I definitely don't recommend a private label. When you first start, I recommend some, something else, but you know um, that's one part of private label that can deter a lot of people away from it in the beginning, and they don't even end up investing. They just sit and just say they never found a product. You know, they may have found one or two that actually might have worked. They might fuck, they might have flopped, but they at least would have had like a lot of trials and errors that they would have went through, and they would have learned a lot from it. Um, so yeah, uh, but after the product research, then you gotta you know you gotta contact this manufacturers and uh, try and find it for a low price. And you gotta you're gonna you're gonna have to go on uh, Alibaba and you're gonna have to go and and try and you know negotiate with suppliers and see what their MOQs are, which is monthly or minimum order quantity, uh, and on the manufacturer and they that's how much you have to order from them and that determines your price and then you also have to ask them for shipping. So you gotta build, I have a template made, so if you ever want it, just let me know and hit me up on the gram. Uh, I have a template made, so you ha- you send them that template like pretty much just send them the template I have and. Um, and then they reply, and you know, you negotiate back and forth, and and you create the deal. Fuck, you create the deal. And then after that, you're gonna get that product shipped to you. You gotta um, label it up yourself, unless you want to pay Amazon to do it. It's sixty cents per piece they went to for them to label it. So if you want to do it yourself, you buy the labels, do it yourself, and you buy have a printer. And then if not, you just ship it to. You get it from your house and you ship it to Amazon, the warehouse. And then during that time, you've created a listing. You know what I'm saying? So you have a listing made and now you have to, you know, you have to get the product photography made for it. Uh, you got to make sure that your back end keywords are good. Like the keyword researches has to be done. That's a whole another like sec, like section on itself. Um, and, you know, you create a listing and then you have to run advertisements once that stuff gets into the warehouse to sell it on Amazon. Uh, which is another thing that you have to learn how to do, and uh, it's just—it's uh, really you. I really recommend if you're going into private label, uh, it's a—it's very long term. It's a marathon. It's not uh, a sprint. Uh, and I, I used to look at it like a sprint, and I look at it way, way, way differently now. So uh, what I would say for anybody who's looking to get into private label is I—I I would recommend that you figure out that you know how Amazon how and their platform like their selling platform and and their UI of the Amazon Seller Central and learning what you can and what you can't ship and all that stuff. I recommend you learn that through online arbitrage, arbitrage retail arbitrage or selling books, uh, because the risk is way less, right? And, and I, I just always recommend learning the basics before you start getting into anything. Um, and, and there's less riskier options out there, so you can learn and maybe screw up on a couple of things like I have, but great gratefully it's only been on books, you know what I'm saying? So yeah that's that's private label it's it's a lot of uh, a lot of things go into private label and i have a a whole video or a whole podcast just on that so it's uh it's back there if you guys want to scroll down and look for it but um that's private label guys and it's like i said that took a lot more time because it's just a lot more to it you know and i I don't want to leave much out but i left a decent amount out because it's just that's I didn't leave a decent amount out, but, like, I left a decent amount of depth out, you know what I'm saying, because there's just so much I could go into, you know. But that's the synopsis. That's the thesis of private label. More long-term, though, uh, for, for me, it's like you create, a, you create a brand, right, and then you build a, a brand around that product, and then you start making variations of that product and stuff. It's just – yeah, it's I, – like I said, I got a podcast on it. So anyways, guys, that is the difference. Private label versus online and retail arbitrage. Jesus, mother of Mary and Joseph, I fucking talked your ears off. I am so grateful that if you've fucking made it this far, the fact that you have, because uh, I've i been just fucking ranting like a motherfucker. But anyways, I appreciate you guys' time and your undivided attention. Seriously, the fact that you took the time to listen to this means the world to me. Um, it just means that I, I, I'm getting to help and, and educate somebody and I just like that and I, I like the fact that I get to help do that and, and if you guys have any questions always, always, always feel free to fucking DM me man I'm always DMing on Instagram hit me up on there at Andrew Georgie A-N-D-R-E-W-G-I-O-R-G-I Hit me up on the Instagram, man. And I also have a Facebook group. If you guys want the link to that, it's on my Instagram uh, in my bio. So go ahead and check that out as well if you guys want to. Um, I go live in there once a day. And uh, I also, I'm trying to like, you know, really start putting some information in there and putting some LinkedIn stuff and seeing some really cool uh, ads. And I put them in there and stuff like that. So i trying to get more active on there. but. Anyways, guys, say no more. I'm done talking. (laughs) I hope you guys have a fantastic day. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend if you're listening to this on the Friday. And uh, I just hope you guys have uh, a great, great night. So God bless.